Hey, entrepreneurs, it's your podcast mogul, Phil Better here. I am excited for this episode, as as I know you are. Before we jump into this episode, I'm going to ask you, if you are also a podcaster and you're looking to grow your podcast or monetize your podcast, make sure you stay till the end of the episode. I have a special deal for you or a special offer, if you will. But ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and his special guest today on Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I am, of course, your host with the most Phil Better. And today we have a very special guest joining us. Our guest having spent over a decade in the business world across marketing, business strategy, e-com, and sales, as well as heading up teams and managing up to $2 billion. That's a B, ladies and gentlemen, not an N. Billion dollars with <laughs> billion-dollar businesses within the likes of Adidas and Wayfair. Our guest today, regarded, regardless of how successful they were in the office, it wasn't the life that they wanted. So they wanted to have more time for their partner and their daughter. They wanted a second child, but because of burnout and anxiety, they couldn't get pregnant for almost two years. And almost every vacation and Christmas, they would get sick. So in 2020, during a global pandemic, they decided to take all their, spend, all their savings and spend it on a coaching study. They quit their job, and with their partner, they started their own coaching business. And in, six, in 15 months, they grew this business to a consistent six thousand dollars a month without a website no email list and with only 400 followers on instagram yeah it's possible and and it's not the six figures in two months or whatever the wild west of the internet we're offering but within eight months uh, and but with eight months of the year that they spend traveling with their kids flexible schedules and the highest amount of energy they've ever had they discovered a different path and it's easier than you think. And our guest is going to do, tell us about their journey. So please put a big, warm welcome for our guest, Olga Kilova. Did I destroy it? Did I destroy it? I, I was <laughs> Olga, thank you so much for being here on the show. I'm very, very happy to be here together with you. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure. So, Olga, I read this beautiful bio, uh, an intro of you. Um, but I want to hear it from your own words. Tell us who you are. So um, myself and my partner, who is also my husband, like so partner in life and in business, my co-founder, we're basically helping first-time founders um, like to manage their mindset as they're building their business for the first time, right? So like helping with the stress management, helping with productivity, helping with different business tools as well because we spend a lot of time in business. But it's basically... You know, like having been on this journey now for three years and haven't seen dozens of people who, who want to start this journey, especially if they worked in, I don't know, in corporate environment before, it's it's very difficult to, to start at this age. Sometimes it's much easier after university, right? Like after uni, after college, like you just, you know, feel like the, the wall is open for you so you can just like try and play around. 
but he also you don't have so many responsibilities. Yes. And it's like, it's very difficult for people to start when they work like in corporate environments for some years. I don't know if they work a decade, like, like I did, like my husband did. Right. So like you have kids, I don't know, maybe you bought a house, you have like, I don't know, some, some loans to pay. So it's very like difficult journey to kind of like step out of corporate environment and start something of your own. Right. So that's something that we help with. So we don't want people to drop out like in the first year, <laughs> like 90% of people do. Yes. Cause the digital entrepreneur or the entrepreneurial world is very, very hard because sometimes you're doing it all by yourself. If you, you have to, and there's no path, no one's written the path for you. They can create guideposts, which you guys are doing. Um, but so it was, I, I want to get into the, the why of why you do what you do. And obviously we, we talked a bit about how you were not happy with the life you were, mm -hmm. even though you were, some people would say you were, you had the most successful life. You were managing bill, billion dollar businesses. You were doing e-com, you were helping so many people. And obviously it wasn't satisfying to you. So why did you make that switch? Like what was deep down the reason you made the switch from nine to five, quitting the cold Turkey and jumping straight into this coaching business? Yeah, because like it felt like it had no meaning, right? It had a lot of pressure. And like I remember those nights, you know, like when my partner was traveling and I had the child, you know, like and I had her like on my shoulder trying to finish some presentation, like because uh, so I worked in product marketing like at that stage. And like, I don't know, like just executing the decisions of people when you know, like they're straight bullshit and it's not gonna do anything, right? It's like... um I don't know like how you would describe this if you are like an A player who is stuck with a bunch of like C and D players, right? And you know this, but it's like your hands are tied, like you can't do anything. It's corporate environments, like all ideas will take ages, like, oh, just like, just do what you've been told, right? Like your opinion doesn't matter. So at some point, like you just lose the meaning of it because like, yes, the pay is good, right? But you experience constant pressure. You are doing something that you are not loving, right? So like you start... Like, I don't know, questioning yourself, like putting people also putting you down a lot of times. Like I'm also Russian, you know, so like I'm very straightforward in my communication, very like direct, no bullshit. Mm -hmm. And people constantly told me like, oh, that's not how you behave in the office. That's why you can't get promoted, you know, and stuff like this. So I developed a lot of anxiety. So I started to get anxiety attacks, like to the extent that, I don't know, like I would just feel my limbs go completely numb and like, like my heart is jumping out of my chest and like I can't breathe. Like almost every morning that's like on the way to the office, like I would get this anxiety attack. That is not fun and not a way to live your life in the least. No. And my partner was close to burnout, you know, so like even going to the supermarket, he was like, oh no, like I can't get from the couch. Or he would go and stand there and feel like all dizzy and kind of like he would faint. So yeah, it was just, I don't know, like that's, that was not something that's, that I wanted to leave. And I think like the... The last drop of it was that um, once I went on a business trip, like I was out of, of the house for, I think, like four days or something. And I came back and I picked up my little one from the daycare and she was just like punching me in the face and she was screaming. She was just screaming that home is shit and she doesn't want to go home because, you know, like we were stressed. We were working all the time, like picking her up, then like opening the laptop again, working, working, working. And like... For me, it was like the last drop. I just like, I freaked out. I was like, okay, like, fuck this shit. Like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I'm out. 
I, lo- I love that how it was your child punching you in the face being like okay maybe maybe we're working a little too much um we're gonna have to take a moment here um so that moment when that moment happened what was the discussion like with your partner saying like hey um baby's beating me up we're barely seeing the child i'm having anxiety attacks you're close to burnout like how did you guys decide on okay we need what was the conversation for the course of change there was not even like a lot of discussion because like i just felt like i almost every day i would come home and i would just tell carson like you know i just hope they find me i just hope they find me because like i don't know like if i would quit by myself because the pay is good but like i hate this like i hope they find me (laughs) and like so he knew it was like it didn't come like out of the blue you know that i was like okay like i want to quit um and he was like super supportive. Like I'm, I'm really blessed with my partner. Like we're together for twelve years, and it's not been a day that he would not support my my crazy ideas. So <laughs> that's a true like, partner. That's a true partner. Support you even in the crazy ones. Hey, this is crazy, but you my you my partner. I'm going with it. Um. So he was supportive of going. Hey, I wanna I wanna quit. I wanna do this coaching. Now, how did you find I, the? Sorry, mm-hmm, go ahead. Go on. <laughs> no, no, like I, I just wanted to say because like I didn't know at that time that would be coach. I just knew that I don't want this shit, but I don't know what else, right? And that was like the point where I was trying to look for other jobs, actually, like just just normal, right? Like maybe I find something, and then I noticed how I was like sabotaging myself in every interview and just uh, like, oh, I'm a mom, I need to leave early, like something, something, you know, like stuff that you never say in the interviews, you know. And I was like, why I'm doing this? And then I like almost like physically felt like I'm going to like throw up like before every interview. I was like, this is not normal. Like I'm clearly sabotaging myself. I clearly don't want this. So I hired a coach. That was my first experience of hiring someone to help me out was like finding this clarity. Okay. If not this, then what else? And that's how we came to the conclusion that's like, I might be a really good coach because like things that make me the happiest are humans. And I always like, if I had a good day in the office, that was always about interaction with humans, like not about doing some stupid Excel file, you know, and like calculating margins or whatnot. So yeah, and that's kind of like, I'm I'm generally like, I think a very quick decision maker. So I just, I don't know, spend a couple of days, did the research, found like, okay, like what are the top three schools in the world for coaching like chose one and just like okay i'm investing my my only savings in that so like i'm going i'm going in uh, no and i i love it how you were like you didn't have a plan b it was like it was all or nothing you did your due diligence as much as you can without overthinking and you're like okay let's go for this and you jumped in and then obviously you must have had i'm curious how you did it without a website and with only four no email <laughs> list with 400 followers like that's incredible because most people say you have to build an audience, you need to get a like a whole bunch of people, but you were you're hitting 6k at the time uh you were telling us 6k consistently consistently on a month without a huge audience. Um basically like I really believe that's like when we are starting out, our first clients will always come from our network. Like always from our network, right? Because there are so many people out there and like why would people like trust some random i don't know joe who is offering something that's you offering as well like instead of like trusting you right people when they know you they trust you and they will be like much more eager to work with you so it's kind of like majority of our first clients they came from our network and then like it was just referral based 
like business model, right? So like we just um, like did did our best to provide like the best service that's that we could like to the people, and they started referring other people. And that we figured out like okay, like actually we can set up a proper referral system for that, and like that's that's how it all started, just like that. And so now you get to spend eight, pretty much eight months of the year, just enjoying life. <laughs> yes, I mean, like it's not, it's not always that that easy, you know. Like, <laughs> of course, because like um, now, like the the older one, she started school, so it's not that much travel anymore that is possible. But yeah, like um, at the time, like when we just started out, um, that was that was really nice because like we took eight months just just traveling because like when when you have internet like the only thing that you need to have a stable internet connection right so we worked uh, on an individual basis with people we worked with groups right so that was quite easy and actually because we started in global pandemic everything was digital so like we started doing some in-person things now but like that's been half year maybe that's that we're doing like some workshops like in um tech startup uh, incubators or accelerators, for example, for first-time founders, but before, only digital. I love that. I, I, and I, I love how you, you, you went fully embraced the digital entrepreneur lifestyle by being nomadic when you can, and all you really need, like you said, was an internet connection and a laptop, and you can do whatever you need to do. Um, where do you see, since you're still relatively early in your journey, you're three years in, where do you see yourself going? Are you looking to sell the coaching company? Are you looking to pivot into a different niche or expand it into even more stuff? No, we're just looking at like diversifying the portfolio a little bit and just like also introducing different income streams, right? So like we have one program that's we like constantly tested with people and now at the stage that we're turning into passive income, so that's like one one source of income for us. Then we're still doing like another project, like still with the groups, helping people just to earn and get their like first money in, right? Like when they're just starting out. So we like really like in three weeks make them like go all out and just like focus on sales. And then like we're also looking into building a community platform like for, for our services going forward. Good on it. Just creating expanding step by step. Slow and steady, expanding, creating the uh, the the empire that you want uh, in the coaching world with Olga here from Meta Company uh, Coaching. Um, do you have a tip? Because you you went all in, you went balls to the wall. You're like, this is it. Um, now some people may have that go for uh, the the jump all in. What suggestion do you have for those people? The people who are like, f it, fuck it. I'm done with this job. I want to be an entrepreneur. What what suggestion or what tip would you have for them? Actually, I would not recommend them doing what I did. <laughs> That's a great tip. That's a great tip. But why why would you recommend them not doing that? Because so like when we just started like with this coaching study and I got pregnant like with the second child finally, so we were very happy. The thing was that like our like. Carson's only salary because he was working still in corporate and I was not, was not enough to pay the bills. So we were making like minus thousand euro every month. And I remember this moment, you know, like seven months pregnant lying with my belly on the, like on the bed and crying my eyes out, like feeling stressed that's like, I won't be able to provide for my children. And I was like, I don't want this stress for anyone. Like it gave me an awesome kick in the butt because like at that moment of time, I was like, okay, you know what, bitch, like, 
if money was not an issue, what would you do? Like, what would you do now? Right. So it gave me this, this push to like go out like massive action, like offering my services to like my whole network, like everybody, like didn't matter. Like if people wanted it or didn't want it, like they want to like try something, they want to try for free. They want to work like, I don't know, like I'll take $50 per hour, like whatever that is. Right. So it gave me this kick, but I think like, it's just not very smart to be honest, to put yourself under so much stress. So we always recommend our clients to do it step by step, to start like a side hustle first, really like grow it to, I don't know, at least like 50K and then start slowly shifting out. Like if you can reduce your working hours, I don't know, if you can go part time, if you can do freelancing for some time, like to ensure that, you know, you get some stable income in. Or like, I don't know, if, if you can make an agreement with your partner that's like somebody is uh, like still bringing, like and covering the basic expenses, like, I don't know, if covering your rent, insurances, like whatever needs to be paid, right? Not to put yourself under stress, like why? Like this, this doesn't, like doesn't need to be this way, right? Mm-hmm. Start a side hustle, like focus on sales at first, like as the first skill that you need, right? Then on marketing. But like, don't, don't go crazy, grow this business first and then start slowly shifting out when, when you feel it is stable. I love it. That's, and that, that is a great tip that's been shared uh, a few times already on this and in multiple books saying start the side hustle first before jumping all in. Because like you said, there's a super amount of stress and I can only imagine being pregnant and trying to start your own business and living on one side. And dealing with a two-year-old or however old your child or uh, your daughter was at the time, you you're glutton for punishment, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> well, like actually, I think like I I love this because, well, like this, that's to the coaching, right? Like because we all have a certain identity that we are like kind of um, used to, right? Like we identify ourselves as someone, and because I grew up in a very poor family and my mom was an alcoholic um like at some point she took like i don't know three credits that she couldn't pay back so and i had like collectors at my door when i was 20 saying that they're gonna take everything because my mom is not able to pay the money back so and i like solved this situation right so like for one i don't really have this like money fear that majority of people have because they have been there done that (laughs) right i'm good you can't do anything the Russians did it worse to me. Like, you can't do shit with me kind of thing. Well, exactly. Right? So, and also I have this, like, attachment to this identity that's, like, I'm the crisis manager. I'm the crisis solver. I'm very calm and very rational when the crisis hits. Right? But that's not necessarily what you want to do to yourself. And especially, you know, like, when you're growing and building a business, like, mm-hmm. you don't want to be in the crisis all the time. So, like, that's also, like, to the point of releasing this identity and building a new one for yourself. Um, I, I love it. I love that you, you, you created an identity that worked for who you, you needed to be at the time and then realized this is not the identity I want anymore. And you, you evolved it and you changed it to a, an even bigger one. Um, what was it like when you real, when you started getting those, like the consistent 6k a month, like, what did that feel like for you and for your family? Relief. The feeling was relief. Like I can do it. It's working. Like we're good. We're okay. Yeah, did you take a big giant sigh? Like you're like, thank Jesus, this is done. I'm not pregnant. No. Right. 
No, because like, I think I really believe in this statement, you know, like that you either grow or die. And I think it's, um, it's true for an individual, but it's also true for a business, right? Like if your business is not evolving, it's dying. So like, it's not, it's not about getting comfortable ever and like, and just not doing anything about it. It's like, it's evolving together with you. Right. And plus on top of that, that business, I think for me is, is really purpose-driven business. So it comes from desire to really give people this, the sense of, of freedom and flexibility that gave to me, right. And for which I'm like extremely grateful. So this is something that's, you know, like I, I get more energy from work than like, if I'm not working, it's like the more I work, the more energy I get. <laughs> that's like how weird it is. It's an interesting, but, but now you're working on something that you love. So obviously it's going to give you that energy. Um, when did you figure that you wanted to work with founders? Um, in the beginning, like, like, like I told you, right. I was just working with anyone and everyone, whoever would take me up on my offer, but like over time, because like I got a lot of experience through that and I understood that like, okay, like I was coaching people who, I don't know, like had anxiety, like I had, or had burnout at work, people who were bullied in the office, people like with relationship issues, like everything. But then at some point when the, uh, entrepreneurs started to like come to me, like I figured out that's like, it's, it's very interesting. I love this the most. I love how these people think and they think differently, but it kind of like building in my head, the bridge that I know the most about corporate professionals, because I spent 16 years in corporate. And right now I'm doing the entrepreneurial thing, which I'm really enjoying. So why not bring people like me just a couple steps back into the same space that I'm enjoying right now. Right. So it's like step-by-step step. and as we are growing the business, our clients are growing as well. I love that. I love as you grow, they grow. So it's a symbiotic, uh, uh, symbiosis relationship. Um, I would love to hear a memory of a win that either cemented your why. So either a win that you got a client that cemented why you're doing what you're doing or a memory that you were able to achieve, like something like you were achieve, you achieve something with this business, uh, with your journey into an entrepreneurship. I think like this, there was the moment of realizing that I'm building the business the way I used to work in corporate job. And that was, I think the, um, the moment when a lot of things shifted because I was kind of like sitting on the floor and I was like crying and feeling stressed from like trying to get the clients and like hustling hard. And I was like, fuck, like, this is not what I want because like, I, I wanted more flexibility. Right. And like, there came the realization that actually nobody wants the business. Nobody wants the business. Everybody wants a lifestyle and a certain lifestyle. And for this, you need to understand that, um, that you are the one who is creating that. So if you're used to working in a certain way in a corporate environment, you will bring this mindset together with you. And you need to change that. You need to change like the way you operate. You need to really become aware of how you function, what suits you, the way how you deliver in your service, because the service can be the same. Like there's so many people who are um, coaches, right? Like, mm -hmm. God, like, I don't know, like thousands of them, millions of them soon, right? Because like, it's, it's a growing industry, but like the way that suits you to work, like, what do you enjoy? Like, how do you work with that? Like, what's the most organic for you? And it doesn't need to be the way that works for others because you are unique and you have like very unique skills. And at that point of time, like it really became very apparent that like our sweet spot is like actually events, workshops, um, like courses, group 
programs where we have like this audience, right? And like that shifted like a lot of things in a way how we structure the business, like how we, um, I don't know, like um, structure our lead magnets, right? Like everything. And it just became like very apparent that we have our own unique way of doing that. So I think that's that was like a changing, changing point for me. I, I and I, I love that little bit of advice that you you just gave about how you take the mindset of how you worked in the corporate world and you end up bringing it to your business. And if you don't like it, you got to change that. You have to evolve past that. Um, did it take you long to get past that mindset? Well, like we're coaches, so we have tools for that, right? So <laughs> ah, so you use your own tools to solve your problem. I love it. It works. It's just proofs, it proofs that uh, your systems and your programs work. Yeah, I mean, like, the thing is also, like, I'm very nerdy about neuroscience because a lot of times, like, in coaching, we use also, like, psychology tools, but they're, like, kind of, like, not extremely satisfying for me because I was like, it still doesn't explain the why. Like, so what happens in the brain, like, <laughs> in this moment of time, right? So and I think, like, that's really, like, digging into that area really helped me to understand that, like, generally... I mean, you just need to know that your brain is a survival brain. It always focused on survival, like no matter what. It's like its only task is to keep you alive. It's it's not meant to make you happy. It's not meant you to like thrive in any way. Like that's not what your brain is focused on, right? Like we kind of like from the, I don't know, last 20 years of research, we know that by like by the age of 35, we are functioning like 95% on autopilot, right? So like our thoughts today, exactly the same as we had yesterday, 95% of them. And 87% of those thoughts are negative, right? So like our brain is always like focused on like what can go wrong, like what's like what will not work, right? And that's and that's where like this, this consciousness, this like prefrontal cortex here, like in the front of our brain is our ability to actually like manage the rest of the brain, right? And constantly like divert ourselves from like having these negative thoughts, just like, okay, like, but what if it works? Like, but what if it works? But what if it was easy? What, what if you didn't need to do it like the hard way, you know, like, and you just constantly like shift yourself to a different direction. So that's, that works when you start understanding how, how it functions generally. And I love how like you're bringing in science into your coaching and it's not just, oh, this is maybe things you're, you're bringing in proof and tools that have been tested over time and time again to make it better. And it just makes you a, a better coach because you get to use the coach. You can say that you are a testimonial to the, to the, to the, as it's helped you. My God, you really, you figured out the cheat code to life here. Um, solving your own problems that he, uh, and proof that it solves other people's problems, um, Olga. Um, thank you for sharing that. Um, we are coming to the end, which I hate because we just started talking. It goes by so fast. So we're definitely going to have you back on the podcast talking more about what it is you do more, more in depth and that. But we are jumping to the spark question of the show because we all want to spark those conversations with strangers you haven't met yet. And Olga is no longer a stranger, but I want to know, Olga, if you could relive a day from your past without changing anything, which day would it be? Hmm. Given birth for the first time? That's very interesting. I, yeah, I know, like, I, I sound a bit weird. But because like majority of women are dreading this this moment, but um, 
I don't know, like it, it really felt magical because like I did it without any any medication. And it was very intense, but it was such a feeling of connection to my body that I probably never felt before or after. Um, because yes, like you get the pain and you get this like intensity, but in between your contractions, your body relaxes completely. Like, I don't know, like if you are like melting into these beds, like in this hospital where you're lying. So you get in some sort of trance and I don't know, like, yeah, there's just the feeling of connection and creation. That was something very special for me. And the feeling after when like the little one is there, the amount of love I felt, I don't even know like how to explain this. It's like if you are felt like filled with light and this light is coming out of like every pore of your body, like that's that much, I don't know, like overwhelming almost feeling. I never felt like before after, like I love my partner, you know, like God knows like I love Carson, but I never felt anything like this. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm pretty sure he, he'll be okay with you saying that, that, what you just did. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he'll be okay and not uh, upset with you uh, describing how the birth of your child is one of the most magical moments. I'm pretty sure there's literature saying that, so I'm pretty sure you're covered there, uh, Olga. Um, but that that is a very interesting answer. I, I appreciate you uh, sharing that with us because it's not an answer I would have expected, so thank you. Um, but we are coming to the end. I'm going to jump off screen here, Olga. I want to give you the last little bit, let my audience know how they can come see you since most of them are starting entrepreneurs and they may need a little help or they may be starting founders and need a little help and maybe you can provide that coaching. So the floor is yours. So quite easy. It's meta double T. So not meta like metaverse, but meta like Buddhist meta, metacoaching.com. That's where you can you can find myself and Carson, my my partner. That's it. Excellent. How much easier is it than that? Um, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, she only has 400 followers. So go to metacoaching.com. <laughs> now, now a bit more. A bit. Oh, you have a bit more. Okay, she has 405. Oh, they, they do have a quite a number of followers now and it's a, it's an amazing account i am i have started following it so do do yourself a favor check out the show notes down below you'll be able to follow olga on instagram uh, and also find their website olga i can't thank you enough for coming on the show and talking with us today thank you was um, awesome to my audience like i always say at the end of these episodes always remember to invest in yourself Hey, digital entrepreneurs, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Now, if you're looking to take your podcast to the next level, like most of these entrepreneurs have taken their business to the next level to scale it, if you will, make sure you check out my brand new newsletter. Links are down below. It is called the Monetization Mogul Syndicate Newsletter, or it could be Feel Better stories of monetization moguls or making moguls is what i do so make sure you go ahead and check that out but i want to thank you very much for listening and as always remember to invest